Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Quantum Woman. I'm your host, Shamina Taylor. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about why money is never about money. Um, It rarely is. It's always about something else. I know we desire more of it. We want to have more freedom. We would love the overflow. I mean, how many of you are nodding your head? Yes, right now. I'd like more. Now, here's the thing. I just had this most amazing event this past weekend here in Chicago called the Wealth Consciousness Experience. Um, We had over 80 women uh, show up for this event and about 70 of them flew in, which was really amazing. And, you know, one of the big ahas that they got through my teachings that day was that they realized that when they think about their money issues or the relationship with money or why they don't have more money, why they want to expand into more wealth they didn't realize that it had really anything to do with money in itself. I always say that um, we assign meaning to money, whether it's good, bad, it's great. It, you know, whatever our purchases are, investments are, we will assign meaning to the money. The place where we feel we have the most neutrality with money is when we have power over it and money doesn't have power over us. And you know, you're going to hear many times in many episodes, me discussing this, but sometimes it's going to take more than once to really understand the concept of this. So in the previous episode, I talked about, you know, unapologetic wealth. I believe if we're looking at wealth consciousness, that is the highest level of wealth consciousness we can achieve because it's like, you don't have this, um, you don't have assigned meaning to money. There's no restrictions. There's no resistance. There's no, um, you have to do something to get it. It's just, you get to just be unapologetic with the wealth that you have, how you want to spend it, how much money you want. You don't have to do anything to necessarily deserve the money or, you know, um, how you want to spend it and how you want to enjoy it, how much you want in your life. You just get to be unapologetic. And I believe that's the highest level of wealth consciousness we can have because there's no meaning assigned there. It's, it's, it gets to be decided in that moment. Right. And when we're looking at a relationship with wealth and money, many of the times it's the relationship, like I've said before with the masculine, and maybe this is going to be the first time you're listening to this, but I believe money is masculine and the way we receive it is in that feminine. And The reason why I believe money is masculine is because we look to it to protect us, to take care of us, to provide security. Um, We feel safe when we have it. We feel, um, we, 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 you know, the basic needs of our lives are, are needed, you know, through money, shelter, food, water, heat, you know, money, money's required for those things, right. To pay your heating bill to, you know, turn your water on, to buy your food, um, to rent or, you know, pay your mortgage in your home, all of that's required with money. So we look to money for our safety. And many of the times we're chasing that money instead of just allowing it to come to us. So one of the things I work on with women in my world is learning to not be so much in their masculine when they're trying to create more wealth in their life and expand their wealth consciousness to allow them to, you know, evolve and and heal out of that wounded masculine state so that they can stop, they can start living and being in that divine feminine energy. And when they're in that divine feminine energy, they just trust and know that everything's going to work out when it comes to the wealth and the money. There is a feeling that you get when you are in that state, you just know, 
and you just trust that money will always be there to support you. Not a lot of people have that right now. And I always say the women who have the most amount of money but can't spend it are the ones that are actually more broke than the ones that have don't have any money and and, and, and to spend. Because if you've got money coming in and you have no, you don't have the ability to use it to invest it to spend it where you feel safe in that manner, what hap- what's happening right now is that your control over money is not there. Money is controlling you. It's deciding what your next move is. You know, if you want to go somewhere, if you want to buy something, if you want to invest in something, it's always going to be what meaning you've assigned to the money and how much power it has over you. So I don't have the money or really is not true because you have it, but you just don't know how to spend it or enjoy it. And you don't feel safe doing that because you're afraid it might go away and never come back. So when we're looking at, you know, our relationship with money, it's always the relationship with the masculine. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the father figure. It could be your mother's masculine energy. It could have been a significant other. It could have been a brother, a sister, whoever. But there was some point in your life where that safety factor was probably taken away and you had to create your own. Whoa, this is going deep, right? Yeah, I know. Was she talking about trauma and money? Yeah, I am. And it's crazy because when you realize this, that, you know, it's like, oh, wait, hold on. This is going to take a couple of episodes probably to get through. But, you know, if somebody's in scarcity, they're in victimhood. And so someone who believes that no money's coming back, they don't, they aren't in abundance. They're living always in that like fight or flight, you know, like, where's it? The money's gone. It's, gonna, it's not coming back. The money's gone. It's not coming back. The money's gone. And so they're always in that constant, um, you know, adrenaline fatigue when it comes to wealth and money, they never feel safe. It, they never feel safe. And I'm talking about people who make like eight figures a year are, are also experiencing that because the having of more money never makes you feel safe. It, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Money does not make you feel wealthy. It, it All it is, is maybe giving you a false sense of safety. It's actually when you have none and you can find that safety is when things change for you, right? So here's the thing. When you're looking at your relationship with wealth and money, like I literally can hear your story about what it is. And then I can determine, oh, well, which one of these core wounds are there? You know, we've got abandonment, we've got betrayal, and we've got uh, unworthiness. And there's more, but let's say these three. But when I hear people can't spend their money freely because they're afraid it's going to go away, not come back. Well, there we go. There's an abandonment. And it shows up in your business too. It shows up in your pricing. It shows up in your, what you charge, you know, um, not just what you charge for your offers, but just, you know, um, uh, how you serve your clients. It shows up in so many different ways. Well, how you, you know, if you have a team, if you, if you're receiving support from your team and um, it's really hard to receive support, receive support, you know, when you have that abandonment wound, cause you don't want to be too vulnerable to receive support and then someone will go away and then guess what? You'll be abandoned. And so does it affect your money? Yeah, absolutely it does. And your ability to scale your business? Absolutely it does. And so when you're looking at the the core wounds in the relationship, um, you know, unworthiness comes up, you know, like what, how much money do you feel worthy having? And many times I'll see women, you know, aiming so low and they're not going all in. I'm like, go bigger, go bigger. That's the highest level of consciousness, right? In wealth. It's like that unapologetic, like, yes, I get to have, yes, I just want it because I want it. And many women aren't there yet. You know, even women making a hundred, 200, $400,000 a month in my world, they still don't have that ability to say, you know, um, I want more. They want want to justify everything. You know, women who do have money and when they go to purchase something, well, I don't really need it. Um, you know, I haven't worked hard enough for this yet, or, um, 
you know, there's all these conditions that are there before they actually enjoy the wealth that they've created. And when there's conditions there, guess what? You're you're imposing ceilings. You're putting limits in already into the wealth that you can have. So if you're creating wealth right now, imagine how much more you could create if you remove some of these belief systems that are there and, you know, heal through the stories that that are there that have had you feeling unsafe all along. Safety is such a key factor in creating wealth. And it is not the having of the money that makes you feel safe. It's never about money. It's never about the money. Of course, if there's a certain amount of money in your bank account, you're going to feel a little bit of ease, but it doesn't take away that ability to go enjoy it, move it. And the more you can move the wealth, the more you can feed your desires, the more money comes to you. And so it's a, it's an, an extremely um, interesting thing. You know, there's a woman who was at the event and, um, you know, when I asked her what, you know, what she wanted, she couldn't tell me, I said, what do you want? What do you see? Cause, cause you have to have a place for the wealth and the money to go. Like what type of life do you want to create? Right. So I asked her and she goes, I don't know. She was so wound up in all of the thoughts in her head. She couldn't get any clarity about what kind of life she wanted to create. And this is the doctor who's very successful. And I think her, her husband's a doctor too. Beautiful, kind woman. I brought her on stage and I got to chat with her. And what it came down to is she felt like she didn't have a voice in what she was doing in her life. She felt like everybody else was, um, you know, having a say and she couldn't speak up and she couldn't tell people this is what she wanted. She couldn't have good boundaries. She felt like she was subject to everybody else's um, wants and needs, but her own. And so then what happens is she started feeling like a victim because everybody else was going before her. So she couldn't put her needs first. She couldn't decide what she wanted. As we started chipping away and breaking through some of these things, she started getting clarity. She started realizing, yeah, I want trips. I don't want to work as much. I want to do this. And so she got lit up and her whole energy changed. She'd been living with that, just those beliefs and that pattern over and over and over again in her head. And she thought that's the way it was supposed to be. You know, she loved Zumba and she wouldn't go, go do Zumba because she had no time because the way her life was set up, she was exhausted, working so much, just trying to get by. There's so many things that have to be shifted and changed in order for you to get into that next level of wealth. And again, it's never really about the money. It's whatever meaning we assign to money is really what me, what money is. And I think what, what people don't understand is, is that it's very subjective. Your meaning towards what money is and mine are completely different, right? I'm neutral with money and cash. I know it's there. It's always there for me. I never worry it's going to leave me. It will show up. It will always be there to protect me and take care of me. Now imagine being in that frequency all the time, that energetic consciousness of knowing that money is always there to protect you. It's always there. You will not be living in fear and scarcity and desperation, worrying about where money is coming from. You'll be in the frequency of it's always there. So guess what? That's what you're going to attract that belief system. So that's where I'm at. And I want more and more women to get there. But the only way that you're going to get there is to do this work, right? And when people ask me what the work is, it's uncovering the belief systems, uncovering the stories, uncovering the um, 
the, the limits that you have been living in. And sometimes it takes just a conversation of having awareness. When you have awareness, you get a shift in consciousness. You have a shift in consciousness. Guess what? Things start to expand. Whatever you believe to be true before starts to change. And now you're altering your states and you're getting into a higher frequency of what wealth could be for you. But when you live in your own little world over and over again, you're going to create whatever story that makes you feel good so you can get up and go to bed every day and live in that energy. It is not always the best place to be. Why mentorship or being in group programs, reading, you know, um, listening to podcasts like this, make you, you know, allow you to have that like awareness and then have that evolution of what you're doing. You know, everyone tells me, Shamina, you go deep. What I teach is not stuff you're going to go read about in a, in a book because it's stuff that I have experienced. It's the women that I've mentored and coached. I understand how things are. And I'm going to write this book. My book is going to come out about wealth. You can go get my other book right now, Unlocking the Quantum Woman and Get Yourself Started. It's on Amazon. But, you know, I know that this is going to be a game changer on how women show up because it's deeper than just the money. But when you start realizing your worth and, you know, unworthy unworthiness was something that I literally struggled with my entire life. My blueprint for men, which is the masculine safety was taken away, you know, at a very young age as I was victimized you know, at a very young age by my father, who was supposed to be my protector. So I never got a chance to really understand what safety is. And if you go back a couple episodes, you'll hear my story. So I had to create my own, which is my own false sense of safety, which created that shield, which put me in a very, you know, victim mindset, put me in scarcity, put me in always only hustle mode, having to prove and validate myself over and over again. That is not the energy to be creating extraordinary wealth in. That is hustle energy. That's chasing money. That's not the place that you're going to be able to thrive and expand into what's possible for your lifetime. You have quantum leaps with wealth when you allow yourself to go into that next level in that realm. So this episode was just basically to let you understand that right now, whatever relationship you have, you believe you have with wealth and money is probably not because of the money. It's because of something else in your life where that has allowed you to assign a different meaning to wealth. Had you had you had a different experience, maybe you would have felt safer with money. I always see women who have great relationships with their fathers. Usually money comes pretty easy for them. And you you take a poll, you'll see, or they have a safe, a safe masculine mom around. You'll see. They don't fear money. They always know they're taken care of and they're protected unless the father has passed on or abandoned them at some point, not purposely, but happened. You'll see the shift in their energy. But most of them that have had good relationships with their father and they're still going, you'll see that they have a different relationship with money. Those of us that did not have a healthy relationship with the masculine, it didn't. And it's not the same story for me. I had to create a new one. And But the thing is you can change. You can change it. So one of our core wounds, I think I have all of them. I remember one time someone saying, which one's your core wound? I'm like, all betrayal, unworthiness, abandonment. It's all, it's all, I had all of them. And so imagine if these are how the things I feel to, to require safety in my life. And then I look at money and I feel money could leave me. Money could betray me. I don't feel worthy of money. I mean, let's talk about a big old story right there. Right? So that's why I can go look in your business in a hot minute and I can figure out exactly what, what story is being played. I can see which money you're making. I could see the extent of how, how that money is being made. I can see how you are working, you know, what you're delivering, what kind of clients you're working with. And it's all stems from that, you know, that relationship with the safety, with the money and your, you know, 
your, your own relationship with self and how you're showing up, what core wound is sitting there. And I could look and see what relationship you have and with money. And so it's, it's there and it shows up in your business. You know, when women who are, you know, struggling in between like the, you know, zero to 10 or $20,000 a month, let's say 10, maybe 20, there's a different mindset that they're in. There's still things that they have to work through. Women who are in, you know, the 250K above that are going up to a million, they're they're working through different things. The women are above a million plus, they're working through different things. It's just different stages of your evolution and expansion of wealth are going to have different things for you to work through, right? So anyway, I'm going to have more episodes coming up. I want to go deeper on this. I feel like this is really good. If you didn't catch my unapologetic wealth um, masterclass, you should try and go and take it, take a watch. I would love it if you guys uh, went and purchased my book, Unlocking the Quantum Woman. Great start. And subscribe to this channel, please, and leave me a review. That would be so awesome. I would be in so much gratitude. Go join us um, in our Quantum Woman group on Facebook. And um, you can go drop ahead. Go ahead and, and go down and listen to our quiz sorry, <laughs> go take her quiz. And uh, maybe someone that, you know, might need to listen to this, this episode or to this whole, um, this whole uh, podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, you guys are helping us go up the ranks really quickly and we really appreciate it. And um, I'm so much gratitude for you all. Okay. Bye for now.